back. Episode number 25. We are one quarter of the way after today to 100 episodes, which sounds really, really weird. I don't know if I'll ever be ready for that kind of day and that kind of celebration, but either way, we are back the week after the Direct has aired, and in that week, I mean guys, the last week has been really, really huge for any and all Nintendo news. There's been a bunch of small things that have come out, things to talk about, a lot of stuff, all right? So, with that, a lot of today's news will be in the reading headline segment of the podcast, but without talking about all the podcast topic stuff, today, as of recording, is Valentine's Day, and guys, I mean, look at me. You think I have a girl, like, come on, like, like, you guys think I have a girl, no, I know, of course not, so, we're here on, on the podcast, I mean, it wouldn't change either way, but like, you know, I'm 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 here, single, ready to mingle. I'm not ready to mingle. I don't, you know. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm busy, right? So, Valentine's Day, uh, it's the 14th. Although as you're seeing this, it is the 15th. So where is the five? 15th. As you're seeing this, so today is the 15th of February, and once again, the week after the direct, ton of news. I mean, I mean, so many small things have come out ever since. And it's all really exciting and big stuff. So some things in this podcast you will already know about, uh, some you won't. One thing came, you know, came out today. One thing came out, and I mean, oh my gosh! Like, if if, if it's true, if it's true, dude. Okay, things are happening quick. If true, anyways, we will we'll get to that. But um, I'm excited today. So in the past week. We've seen pre-orders launch for the Amiibo, we've seen pre-orders for Metroid Prime Physical, we've seen pre-orders for the Collector's Edition, for Tears of the Kingdom. What happened? What's out of stock? What's new? So, we saw pre-orders for Tears of the Kingdom. Those have been up. The pre-orders for the Standard Edition have been up for a few months now, if not a year, ever since it was announced. So, those have been up for a while, but for the Collector's Edition, of Tears of the Kingdom, uh, those pre-orders dropped, I think, was it the night of the of the Direct, or was it like the day after? It was very shortly after the Direct, it was very shortly after, and, uh, I mean, guys, those things came and went, they came and went, like, faster than, than, than anything I've ever seen in my life, like, those went by so quick, so we had, like, a few pre-orders come out on Walmart, I believe Amazon, and then like one morning had a, um, no, 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 so Amazon and Best Buy, I think, had it, and then one morning, like, Walmart had it, and then, like, Target, I mean, I, guys, they're all gone, like, everyone bought them already, you know, like, you can't, I mean, I haven't seen them come back in stock for, like, a few days now, so I assume that they're all out of stock, your only other chance is to try in-store somewhere, see if they have any extras, That that's your only shot, it seems, for now, to get your hands on, on, on one of those, but we'll talk about that a little bit later today. We have a whole segment dedicated to Tears of the Kingdom, so I'm going to wait for that to talk about it. But as far as what I've done, I've pre-ordered the Link Amiibo, and I've pre-ordered, like a few hours ago, I pre-ordered Metroid Prime Physical. Now, the reason why I did it a few hours ago for the Metroid Prime pre-order is because 
I thought, guys, I thought I'm, I'm going to want the game, roll up to Target on release date, and just pick it up. Like, <laughs> no pre-order, no nothing. I thought that was how it, it would work, right? So I was going to do that. And then I got a tweet notification saying that it's all out of stock everywhere. Pre-orders are out of stock. And so I'm like an out-of-stock pre-order. One, this game is getting pre-ordered a bunch. Two, they don't have that many. So I'm like, shoot, I got to turn on all notifications for every Twitter product availability account and be on the lookout. You know, I, I, I got to watch closely. Thank God they came back this morning on Amazon. I bought mine. Now, will it get canceled on me? I don't know. But like, I bought mine on, on Amazon, 40 bucks this morning, um, which is not a bad price. Like, 40 bucks, thank God. Like, that's how much these things should cost, if not 30 bucks. You already made the game, right? Like, for, for, for ports like Skyward Sword, Mario Bros. U Deluxe, like, these should be 40 bucks at the, at the highest. Like, it, it's a port. It's a, like, people already paid full price for these games if you bought them on the other consoles. It's the exact same game, plus, you know, a, 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 an extra feature or two. Like, it's not much, you know? But it's the same game overall. Like, you're not... When you played Mario Bros. U on the Wii U and Mario Bros. U Deluxe on the Switch, you didn't notice much different. It's the same game plus like one new motor. Like it's like you don't you don't notice this. You know it's like, why are they sixty bucks? You know, and we're gonna pay that kind of price because it's a very good game. But it makes no sense. Skyward Sword is the last straw. Like that game should have never been sixty bucks. Like, like like no way. Like it that okay that is the same game. Skyward Sword HD was the same game. It was the same. It was the same. Sixty bucks. Yeah, I paid it, and I, and I did it proudly at Target at 9 a.m. in the morning. But come on, like six, oh, come on, like sixty bucks, Skyward Sword, same game. You you added two letters at the end, and everyone's playing it. I mean, come on, okay. So, anyways, thank gosh, it's not sixty bucks because I was honestly, I when I saw it in the direct, I was like, I I want that game. My next worry was. Shoot, it's 60 bucks. Little did we know, it's only 40. So I wonder if that's going to be a thing moving forward where all ports and deluxes are 40 bucks. I don't think that'll be the case because you have Kirby, uh, Kirby's Return to, to, to Dreamland coming out 60 bucks in like a week or two. Uh, I don't think I don't think that'll be the case, but I wonder if. All ports from the GameCube and earlier will be 40 bucks, And that's just a random theory because you have Skyward Sword, Kirby's Return to, to Dreamland coming out for 60 bucks, And then why the heck would Metroid Prime be only 40 Is it because it's, it's a lot older? I don't know. And it's already been ported to the Wii in the trilogy? I don't know. But I mean, it would be nice to, to, to see all ports be 40 bucks. From now on, but if it's not, I also won't be surprised. So, I pre-ordered Metroid Dread. If you want to ask me two things. One, have I pre-ordered Tears of the Kingdom? No, but I'm planning on it. Two, did you pre-order the Collector's Edition? No, it's too expensive and not worth it for me. 
you know, I'm, I'm gonna get the game, get a few pins, a, a, a book, and, like, a poster. Like, it's great if you're a Zelda fan. If they made an Animal Crossing Collector Edition, I would buy it, too. But it's just, like, I'm not a huge Zelda fan, so I'm not gonna buy it. So I, I didn't buy it for 130 bucks. You know, it just wasn't worth it for me. Uh, but I can see how it's great. I'm not trying to, like, say it's bad. I just, it's just not up my alley, is I guess how you can put it. I had the chance to pre-order it. I got a not- I got a notification for it, and I wanted to see if I could get one. And I, I, I had it at checkout, uh, and it looked like I, I was going to be able to, to buy it if I, if I wanted to. But, I mean, who knows what would have happened if I hit place my order. Like, maybe it would have kicked me out then. I don't know. But, yeah, so that all happened. And, guys, there's a lot of there's a lot more news to discuss than what we just talked about. So, let's go ahead and let's move on to our reading headline segment of the podcast. There's a lot. Let's go. All right, reading headlines. There's a lot more than usual to unpack, and I am excited. So, first thing, Splatfest. That ended this weekend, and the, the last team that I thought would win... Clean sweeped. I mean, they didn't lose anything. White chocolate won the splat. How in the... I've never had white chocolate in my life. How did how did white chocolate win the splat fat? I don't know. I don't... Who was on that team? I don't know, guys. Who... Okay, okay. I'm sure white chocolate tastes great. I've never had it. But how did that happen? You would have... I would have put my house on milk chocolate. To 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 win the whole thing, who chose white? You know, okay, I don't I don't know, but clean sweep for white chocolate won both of the categories or whatever. Um, I didn't actually participate. I was busy doing something. I mean, Saturday was we had UFC fights, and then Sunday was was the Super Bowl, which we'll get to in a few few minutes. Uh, not it's not a part of the reading headlines, but there was a certain commercial that we have to discuss. Anyways. So Splatfest, white chocolate takes that. After that, pretty big news and confusing news. So if you want to pre-order Tears of the Kingdom and you've not done it yet, GameStop is offering a free exclusive wooden plaque as a bonus when you pre-order with GameStop. Now, what's so weird to me is is I believe this is one of the coolest pre-order bonuses that GameStop has done in a while. They normally do posters, that they normally just do like little like stickers or whatever. They're giving you a wooden plaque. Do you know how insane that actually is? A wooden plaque. Now, whether it's like the size of your palm or as big as, you know, the uh, posters being made for the game, I don't know. It doesn't actually say how big it is unless it says it in the tiny text at the bottom. Uh, I don't see it, but it's a wooden plaque either way, okay? So, that's pretty cool. The weird thing is, people are upset about it. Like, like the reactions from the fans are like, this is like so stupid. Like, like why is that even a thing? It's so stupid. Like, I think that's one of the coolest ones in a while. And you might not be upset about it. You, you, you might think it's so cool, but... And, like, the general reaction is, it's so stupid. Why are they doing that? that that's, like, the, the most, most people are saying that. I don't know. 
I think it's so cool. Wooden plaque for free? It's free, guys. You're, you're pre-ordering Tears of the Kingdom. It's free. You're complaining about free things. It's, it's a free plaque. I don't know, but that's so cool. And I, because of that, I probably will pre-order from GameStop. Now, the only thing is I kind of want to hold off because I feel like when pre-orders get announced, so let's say GameStop announces their wooden plaque today. I swear, like, next week, Target will announce, like, a an, an actual sword or something. Like, it, it'll be an in-game sword or, a, or a, like, a full-on shield or... I mean, who knows? Maybe even, like, a Halloween costume. I don't know. Like, Target will always one-up GameStop as soon as they, 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 they do it. If not Target, it'll be Walmart. If not Walmart, it, it'll be Best Buy. Like, who knows, you know? So that wooden plaque is available at GameStop uh, well, while supplies last. You can order it online. I, I've, I've heard that. You can order it online, but you have to order it online and then come in-store with your confirmation number or something, and then you can get it. They will not, they will not deliver this to you. That's not how that works. So you have to go in-store to get it. Anyways, we have that. If any more stores announce their pre-order uh, bonus, I will let you know. But so far, none. Next, Nintendo says more characters are coming to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe in future waves of the DLC. So, I read a few articles about a press release from Nintendo, and the quote says, quote, Returning characters will be added in future waves. So, Birdo is obviously being added to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. We've seen that in the Direct. But they say returning characters, returning characters, guys. And I'm actually going to Google all Mario Kart characters, like like all the ones ever, okay? Who is going to be returning? Like, I don't know. Like, okay, so we have, oh, see, look at this. So, for example, PD Piranha, it says PD Piranha was in Mario Kart Double Dash, for example, we could have PD Piranha coming back, but from the looks of it and from Nintendo's statement, no brand new characters will be added. So it says returning characters will be added in future waves. That is the headline. That is that is the 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 news. So PD Piranha will probably make a return. Don't quote. Don't hold me to that. But I would think it because that's just such a character to return to the game. I don't know, but. More returning characters are coming back. So, I'm excited for that. Uh, next, we have Nintendo sat on Metroid Prime since 2021. So, we heard a rumor recently, and I didn't actually, I didn't bring it up on here because I thought it was, like, not real. But, we heard a rumor recently about Nintendo sitting on games because of, I believe it was because of COVID, like, they didn't release games um, because of the whole pandemic. So they've just had them vaulted for a while. And it seems like that's actually true in that Metroid Prime Remastered was one of them. So we have a tweet from Pierre485 underscore. And they say, according to German rating organization USK, Metroid Prime Remastered was classified in July 2021 at least 18 months before release. So it's been a year and a half. 
uh, that they've had this game registered in the system, like as though it's already done, finished, and, and complete. It's been registered in there since 2021. It's just, it, it's, it's been sitting there the whole time. I mean, you couldn't give it to us any earlier. I mean, you know what? I mean, who am I to complain? This came at the perfect time. But it just it makes no sense. They've had this like, that's like me making a video or like making this podcast and releasing it like Christmas 2024. Like it makes no sense. It makes zero sense. So, I mean, I don't know. Of course, you don't have to, you know, release games right after you finish them. But that's a little bit long. Anyways, because of that, it makes you think what other games could Nintendo be sitting on? Could they have in the vault? Could it be a new Mario Party? Could it be, you know, Mario Odyssey 2? Who knows what else is in their vault? Now, I doubt a game as big as Mario Odyssey could be in there. I assume it's just like smaller things, maybe like one Big Bang, but who knows? Um, they definitely probably maybe have more games in their vault that'll come out over the next few years, I, w- I would say, or year, year or two or so, something like that. Now, speaking of that, Jeff Grubb, And I know a lot of people don't like to trust leaks and stuff like this, but Jeff Grubb is the man who said that we would get the Direct the week that we got it. He was right. It came on February 8th, last week. And before that, he said the the Direct would also come on the week that it did, that being September 13th. He was right. So he's been right twice in a row. So so I'm going to start reporting Jeff Grubb leaks because he is so credible, at least in my eyes. I mean, he's gotten both right both dates right he obviously has some sources you know he's legit anyways what he's saying now is that metroid prime 2 and 3 are still coming to the switch so because he has and he even leaked metroid prime remastered i believe if i'm wrong i'll put something on the screen but you shouldn't see anything on the screen because i believe it it, uh, he talked about it so he said something about like Metroid coming to the Switch, and then I believe he put out a date that was December, but then it didn't happen, and I believe in some kind of article said he was confused about why it didn't happen in December. Point is, he's been talking about Metroid for a while, and it finally came to the Switch, so he's right about that too. So, he says Metroid Prime 2 and 3 are coming to the Switch. Uh, if I had to guess, they'd be, you know, maybe one later this 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 year, maybe three later on next year. Who knows? But those two and three, Prime 2 and 3, are still probably coming to the Switch. But at the end of the day, it's still a leak. It's still a rumor. So take it with a grain of salt. But anyways, that is it for our reading headline segment. A lot, a lot of stuff there. A lot of stuff. A lot of the direct stuff. A lot of good stuff. Good news. Fun things to look forward to, like the characters coming to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. If you if you haven't yet, just buy buy the DLC. Like, there's no way it's not worth it, you know. So buy the DLC. You'll 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 get Birdo in a few tracks in the spring, and maybe PD Piranha or some other new characters or rather returning characters in the future. Anyways, let's move on to our first segment of the day, and boy, am I excited! All right, let's go. All right, guys. So over the weekend, we saw a commercial release for the Super Mario Bros. movie. To promote it, it was advertised on Twitter as a Super Bowl commercial, but 
I didn't see it during the, the during the actual Super Bowl. Like like if, if you guys watched the Super Bowl, I didn't see this commercial air. Did I miss it? I don't know. I didn't see this commercial air, so I don't actually know if it did or not. I might have just missed it. Could have been in the bathroom or something, but like like no family members told me that it happened. Like no no one told me that it happened. So, anyways, they released a commercial and we're going to break it down, go through it find the Easter eggs, maybe not all of them because I'm not, I don't have too much of an eye for Easter eggs. I'll give you my thoughts on the trailer and we'll, and we'll break it down bit by bit. Now, I'm going to play it and we're going to react, but I can't play any audio because this podcast goes on Spotify and Apple Music and I, I don't want to, you know, get in, get in any stuff. So I'm going to watch the trailer and you'll see it on the screen as I'm watching it, but you won't have any audio to listen to. But, but I mean, at the, at the same time, if you want to watch this trailer, coming to my podcast is not the way to do it. Uh, this is where I give my input, my feedback, my thoughts, not showing you the entire commercial. So if you, if you want to watch the commercial, it'll be in the description. But either way, let's go ahead and let's watch it. So it starts off kind of like a retro commercial. Guys, like, like the first few seconds already gets your attention. If we go to this scene right here where Mario ugh, Mario and Luigi in the truck like it just it's it couldn't have started any better honestly like it it just looks so nice. And so we have them fixing this lady's house which I believe they I have to look up a few tweets because they said that this lady is somebody what's her name? So people are saying that the lady in this commercial is voiced by the same voice actor who did Princess Toadstool from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. So I'll put a picture on the screen. Thank you to a tweet by Doodlin McDraco uh, for this reference here. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not because I haven't seen this Super Show, but I mean, that's kind of the rumor out there. So anyway, they fixed this, this, this lady's house. There goes a taxi. Queens, New York. So she says, thank you, Super Mario Bros. It seems like the only thing that you haven't drained is my bank account. And then there's that scene. And then guys, here's the thing. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So there's a number on the screen and we're gonna call it, okay? So there's a number, there's a website and that's all fun and games, all right? So the website, I've been on it. It's just a fake plumbing website it's like as if they were a real service it's fake it's like it says family owned and operated fixing pipes is our game it's just like a fake plumbing website it's as if they were a real business now we have the number on the screen and we're going to go ahead and call it for you so then you can see what actually happens if you call that number so the number is 929 Two seven four six, two seven four six. So let's call that number and let's let let's let you guys hear what happens if you call it. Thank you for calling Super Mario Brothers Plumbing. It's me, Luigi. And if you need service, please uh, text us at the same number. You just call 92955-MARIO. That's 92955-2746. Message us about any issues wherever you live. House, condo, mansion? 
working on it. So more updates to come. Bye-bye. So that's what happens when you call that number. Now, what I actually didn't know, you know, before doing that is that you can text them. That was my first time ever calling that, that number. So let me, um, let me try to text them. I'll, I'll just say hi. Um, let's see if, okay. So they, they responded. Thanks for your interest in Super Mario Bros. Plumbing. We're a family owned and operated business providing white glove plumbing services to Brooklyn and Queens. Please click the link. There's a link to sign up to get exclusive updates, service offerings, and more. So that's what they've they've sent me here. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and click the link to see where it takes me. So it takes me... Okay, so it's like making it a contact in my phone now. So I'll do that off camera because that, that'll take a minute. But that's what happens when you, when you call and text that number that they have put on the screen. Once again, that was my first time ever calling that, that number. So I didn't know what to expect. But that's like, it couldn't have been any better than, than that. Like, honestly, like, that was fantastic. I love that. And as far as the commercial goes, I mean, it's just like an old retro Mario commercial. Like, it, it was great. Once again, I didn't see it in the Super Bowl. But that lady apparently is the same voice actor as a peach or a princess toadstool is the name from years ago, which is cool. I mean, I couldn't tell you my thoughts on that because I don't know if that actually is the same voice actor there. Um, but overall, like there is not much, much to break down, but it was just like, that's, that's probably the best promo that they've done for the movie so far. Can't complain. That's honestly some of their best work right there. They like, that's, that's the commercial that we did not know that we needed. That's it right there. So, I mean, how much better could that have got? Like, I'm not trying to stall. It's just like, it's, it's, it was so great. So once again, if you want to watch it with the audio yourself, the link is in the description to do so. But what, do, what would I rate the commercial? I would give it a solid, pff, hard not to give it a 10. I, I say 9.8. I don't like ever giving anything a 10. Like never. I just, I, I, I hate doing that. There's the commercial. I'm excited for the movie. If you haven't yet, call you know does does something happen if you call again like are there multiple like you know things that that happen if you call them let's see thank you for calling super mario same thing yeah it's 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 the same thing that's also not what i remember luigi sounding like but anyways that's that's what happens when you call when you text you will get a link and you know that's all fun stuff. They're located in Brooklyn and Queens. So if you need plumbing services, you call them. But anyways, we have Tears of the Kingdom to talk about. There's a lot that goes into it. Let's go ahead and let's move to our next segment of today's podcast. So guys, this whole segment right here is all dedicated to Tears of the Kingdom talk. We have three different things one that you know about and want to hear me talk about, one that you may have seen, but if you haven't, it's big news. And the third one just leaked. Like, like 
I mean, half an hour ago as I'm recording this, it like just leaked. Maybe a little more. I, I've been doing this, this podcast for near half an hour. Maybe like an hour ago it leaked. Okay, so that's big. Here we go. So the first thing, you guys know about this. This It's not news to you, but to discuss it and break it down, is Tears of the Kingdom worth $70? You guys, if you do not know, Tears of the Kingdom is going to cost 70 bucks. That is, correct me if I'm wrong, the most a standard, standard non-collector you know, Nintendo game has costed. I believe that is the highest and the biggest price tag. So is it worth that kind of money? I mean, is it worth it? Yeah. Is that kind of annoying? Yeah. Is it... Here's... Guys, okay. Here's the thing. We are so used to seeing $60 games to the point where a $70 game just seems like so much more expensive. At least that's just me. I feel like at 60 bucks, it's like, okay, that's how much games cost. 70 bucks is like, okay, you're kind of pushing it. You're kind of pushing it. Now, this is going to be fair. Nintendo put out a statement that said, you know, not all games are going to be 70 bucks. It'll be a case-by-case basis. So, for example, the Kirby game releasing in two weeks is, is, is only 60 bucks. But let's say that they, they want to put out Mario Odyssey 2. They might make that 70 I don't know, but it'll be a case-by-case basis. It'll probably be their highest quality games. That'll be 70 bucks. So we'll have to see, but is it worth it? Yes. For the amount of fun that you're going to have with the game is much more than 70 bucks. Like for example, take your favorite game, your favorite game of all time. For me, that would be Animal Crossing New Leaf for the 3DS. How much did you pay for that game? In my case, it would be 40 bucks. That's how much it costs when I bought it. How much is the game worth to you? If you had to sell all your memories and all your time with the game to the point where it didn't exist, you would have to pay me. I mean, for for New Leaf to not exist, you'd have to pay me. I mean, maybe, shoot. You'd have to pay me $5,000, if not more. For you to get rid of New Leaf forever. And it never ever existed. So do you see what I'm saying? Like these games. Are worth so much more. Than what they actually cost. In some cases. Like maybe Tears of the Kingdom. Won't be your favorite game. Would it be worth 70 bucks though? I believe so. Like yeah the hefty price sucks. But if you're really going to play it. And you're going to enjoy it. And you're going to play through the entire game. Play it after the game. Play any DLC that comes out, you know, later on. I mean, it's worth more than seventy bucks. Like you have to see it like that. And guys, I'm with you. I'm with you. Seventy bucks. Like, like I don't want Nintendo to go down this this whole road of increasing the game prices. I'm so with you. But it's just, it's just realistically, it's ten bucks more. Which I know, ten bucks more to a to an already hefty price. It's not cheap. It's not. But it's worth it. And it makes sense, really. Like, 60 bucks for a game like that, was it's kind of a steal, you know? So, it makes sense. Though it does suck, it makes sense, and it's worth it. So, that's that on the $70 price tag. There shouldn't be too many games that are 
that that costs 70 bucks from Nintendo like moving forward but I mean some cases it'll be okay now next news that you may or may not know about this caught traction but you still might not have seen it so do you guys remember the leaked switch OLED for tears of the kingdom that got leaked right and it had us thinking like okay it looks very legit but is it legit so that OLED has been sitting out there for a month or so if you guys look at the revealed collector's edition for tears of the kingdom there's a certain logo on the set of pins right there's a certain logo and if you look at that logo and you look at what I believe to be the the left Joy-Con, right? If you look at that 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 logo, and then look at the left Joy-Con on the Switch OLED, that same logo is on the Joy-Con. Now keep in mind, the the collector's edition that is real, confirmed and real. The OLED we have no clue if that's even real anymore, but the logo from the real product is now on the leaked product from a month ago. That same logo is there. The picture is on the screen. I don't know what the logo represents, but it's there. It is there. It's the same logo and it matches up. So that definitely adds some legitimacy to the Switch OLED that has been leaked. Now, you would have to think like nobody could guess that logo. Like, like you can't script, like you can't make this up. You can't, just guess, oh, maybe, you know, this will be a logo, and then it's the real logo. So, this basically confirms Nintendo has designed that Switch. Now, notice how I used the word designed the Switch. They might have designed that Switch, and I'm like 100% sure that they did design it. But, will Nintendo change the design? Will Nintendo now revise it, now that that leaked image has been out here? Like... Did Nintendo see the leaked OLED and be like, shoot, it's leaked, make a new one? You know, they can't know about it. Did that happen? Or are they going to keep rolling with this Switch OLED? So once again, I do believe that it was designed by Nintendo. And I, I mean, I doubt that they would take the time and effort to remake a whole Switch OLED and redesign a special edition one. I don't think that, that they would do that, but it's definitely possible. We can basically confirm that this OLED was made by Nintendo, but are they going to redo one? Doubtful. So that's there, and that just that, that adds some legitimacy to the leaked special edition. Now about that special edition, all right? About that, we have a leak, a leaked image. Now guys, I want you to take this with... The take it, don't take it with a grain of salt, take it with a cup of salt. I don't know. Uh, there's a leaked image circulating from a GameStop database. I don't know if this comes from a, from a GameStop employee, a GameStop computer, a GameStop, you know, whatever. It looks like a GameStop computer, but I could be wrong. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if it's some hack database or what it is, but. We have a picture, and I'll put it on the screen, of a new Switch 
in the database. It says switch available SKU. It has the SKU number. The SKU number has been leaked and everything. And so it says switch 3.10, which would then mean March 10th. Some new switch March 10th. It has no official name, but it's a switch in March 10th. Could that mean that the Tears of the Kingdom OLED is going to be available for pre-order, if not release, on March 10th? Is that so? Because that's less than a month away. That could be the case. Now, once again, grain of salt, guys. We don't know if this is true. This could be a fake image. It could be a real image. We don't know what the case is. Uh, But if that's real, you can look forward to pre-ordering the Switch OLED on March 10th is when pre-orders might start. This is totally rumored, not even real. But we never know. Now, once again, I say pre-orders. I doubt it'll release on March 10th, just because we typically see special edition consoles be released one week beforehand. So for Animal Crossing New Horizons, the Animal Crossing Switch came out one week before the game came out. The Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Switch, that Switch came out one week before the game came out. So with this one, it'd be weird for it to come out two months beforehand. So you would have to assume that's either when it shows up on the site when it shows up for pre-order, you know, whatever. March 10th is the date in question. And you can see it says zero in stock, so it's not like some weird switch from from like a while ago. No, it says zero in stock. They don't have any yet because they obviously, you know, the the Switch OLED is not not even confirmed. Like, this OLED that we speak of is not even like officially confirmed yet. But if it was going to be confirmed, you would think it would be confirmed in the next few weeks uh, leading up to the game for promotion, but we haven't even got it confirmed yet. So be ready. If it is official and it is real, March 10th could be the pre-order date, at least for GameStop. So we'll have to see. Obviously, GameStop would know because Nintendo is going to let them know, hey, guys, March 10th, Clear, clear, clear the calendars. It's pre-order day. You know, it's pre-order day. Clear your calendars. We're, we're going to put out the Switch OLED, all right? So, grain of salt. Once again, it's a rumor from an individual. I do not know who it is. A certified leaker, GameStop employee. I, I, I don't know. They, don't, they didn't say. It's just an uploaded image, and we don't know who it's from who or who they are. But this could be something legit. Should you pre-order it? I mean, I can't really tell you, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If you need a Switch OLED and you like Zelda, no-brainer. If you already have, a, have an OLED, I mean, it's just... It's it's how much money do you have, how big of a Zelda fan are you, and how many more Switches do you need? Ask yourself those three things. Um, and, and then basically, you can determine it. Uh, I will not be getting it. I have my normal Switch... My Animal Crossing Switch, uh, and that's all I need. I don't need a Switch OLED. It, it mainly benefits your handheld play, not your dock play, and I hardly ever play in handheld, so it makes no no sense for me. So, so I'm not going to get it, but if you want it, March 10th could be your lucky day. Anyways, let's move on to the best segment of the week, answering your questions. Let's go. 
All right, your favorite segment, the best segment. This, se I mean, it can't be stopped. Like, guys, we throw heat with the answering questions. Like, it's not even funny. Like, this segment of the podcast is great. So we have questions that you guys have asked me on Discord. If you want to ask me a question, feel free to join the Discord server in the description. Make an account if you have, if you don't already have one. Go to the Ask M Swizzle channel in my Discord server and ask me anything and as many questions as you want. So with that, let's scroll up because we have unanswered questions from a few days ago. So our first one comes from SP Dicey Spadicey. I'm not sure if that's how I say it. Spadicey 16. Favorite console that isn't a Nintendo console. So that's pretty hard because my top three consoles of all time are all Nintendo. So the answer would be my Xbox. I have an Xbox Series S right here, right out of camera. Uh, that would be my favorite. I That's where I play my sports games, my high quality third party games that are not, I, I mean, obviously you can't play Nintendo games on there, but my high quality third party games that I don't want to play on the Switch for poor performance, I play on the Xbox. So FIFA, sports games. And so that's where I do all my secondary gaming. Next, we have a question from SM Galactic. Will you do a Splatoon 3 or a Zelda stream in the future? You know, I thought about a Zelda stream and maybe we'll do it. The only issue is I'm not good at Zelda games. So you you guys will either have to help me or I'm going to be like looking up like, like YouTube guides in between. I mean, I don't know. Because I also like to enjoy games off stream as well. Like, I don't like to have to entertain. So, I love entertaining and I love streams. But just like for some games, first experience, first hands-on, I like to do it alone and just kind of take it all in and not have to, you know, worry about, you know, you know. thank you for subscribing. It's, it's all great and I'm so blessed that I can stream a game like that and people will show up. But it's just, it's kind of like a thing with me. It's like I kind of like to just see it on my own. So we'll see, you know, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. It'll come down to like the week before I'll make that decision, but we'll see. I can't really guarantee it. I don't, I don't want to guarantee it, but um, yeah, we'll see when the, when the time comes. Oh shoot. I missed a few questions. All right. Next sandwich asking, what's your favorite free switch game? Oh shoot. Um, I don't play many, but if I, oh, 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 I know, I know, I know. Pokemon Rumble. Wait, no, wait. Is that... Sorry, shoot. Pokemon Unite. Pokemon Unite. Pokemon Unite is my favorite free Switch game. I'm not sure why I said Rumble. I, I'm, I'm not sure why. Pokemon Unite is my favorite free Switch game. I, I've put hours into that game, and I just have great memories playing it with friends and stuff. I love that one. Next, we have that diehard Mario fan asking, favorite game with Miis in it? So... Like main me games, that would be Metopia, Tomodachi Life, game with me's in it. Period. That could be as far as Mario Golf. You know, I'm gonna give you one of the games that mainly has me's in it. So that that would be Tomodachi or Metopia. And out of those two games, I personally choose Tomodachi Life. I nothing, not one thing against Metopia. I I own it for the 3DS and the Switch. I love the game. You know, obviously I I love it, but <sighs> Tomodachi Life. It's just, there's more to do. It's not like it ends at some point. Like, it's more, it's, there's more to do, daily tasks, and it's a bit more funny and gets you smiling a bit more, so I choose Tomodachi Life. Next, 
we have Icy Tiger. Why did you switch your profile picture on YouTube? So I got a lot of people saying that they they, they didn't they didn't like it. They don't like the new profile picture. All right. Um, I love it, and the reason why I switched it is because the old one I've had since January 2022, and that's fine. Like obviously, you don't have to change your profile picture every single year, but it's like my hair was my old hairstyle and it was just so outdated and it just didn't fit the channel anymore like it fit my channel when I streamed more often and when I played more games on the, on the channel but like in the logo that I used to have I'm like back to back with my favorite Animal Crossing villager Stantler the Pokemon is behind me and it made sense because I was more of a streamer and it made sense because, you know, you see those, those those characters in the games that I'm playing. But now that I mainly make shorts and some long-form content here and there, I just felt like just me being the center of the channel is... Because that's kind of like what you get. The characters that you saw in my profile picture, my old one, Fret, Fret from Animal Crossing and Stantler, you didn't see on the channel at all. Now, when I used to, to stream Animal Crossing Pokemon, you would see them more. Now... You don't. And so I was probably going to change my channel logo anyway, but it's just me now. It's me. That's the same picture from the Mario Matter logo, you know, square on Apple Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's the same logo. It's me. I do like it a lot. And I'm sorry if you guys don't like it, but it's the one I think is best. So I've updated it and it's staying there until at least or, you know, at the earliest next year. Next, we have a question from Wendigo, Wendigo, sorry, Wendigo, Wendigo, do you think the next Mario mainline game would appear in the next gen console? <sighs> that is tough. All right. So mainline Mario games. So that could be like Mario Odyssey and, and then like Mar Mario Bros is, is mainline, right? Like, like Mario Bros is mainline. Yeah. Okay. So Mario Bros, Mario Odyssey, will it be on the next console? That's tough. Okay. Um, I, ah, uh, okay. Um, I say no. I say, I say no. I feel like there has to be Mario Odyssey 2 and it's going to be on the Switch. And even if not that, you would think Nintendo would put out something related to the Mario movie, which would then be a mainline game. I think that we have at least one more Mario mainline game in, in store somewhere because you don't really see any Nintendo console with just one line main, sorry, one mainline Mario game. You don't really ever see that. So that would lead me to believe that there's going to be at least one more. So I'm not sure what it'll be. Mario movie game, Mario Odyssey 2, you know, whatever. I'm not sure what it'll be, but I do believe that, that there is one more in store. Next, we have a question from the Soda Boy. Do you think that Nintendo should do what Sony is doing and put a couple Nintendo games on so, like, maybe Breath of the Wild, maybe Kirby Star Allies and Mario Odyssey, then see if they do well. Uh, what does that mean? Put a couple Nintendo games on. Do you mean, like, put them on, like, other consoles? That might not be your question, but that's, it's kind of like an incomplete sentence. Do you think that Nintendo should do what Sony is doing and put a couple Nintendo games on, so, like, maybe Breath, like, on other con, I don't know, and, like, and then you end it with see if they do well. I would assume that your question is put them on other consoles. That might not be your question, but that's what it sounds like to me. If that is your question, should they do that? 
probably not because it'll stop people kind of from buying Nintendo consoles. It won't because you have to buy the Switch to play Mario. You don't have to... If it was on other consoles, you wouldn't have to buy Nintendo's consoles to play Mario. Like, everyone could, could buy an Xbox and play everything. So, it wouldn't make much sense to buy a Switch if you could play Mario on, on other consoles. And the Soda Boy, if that's not your question, please leave another one. I didn't understand the question. It was kind of like an incomplete sentence. So, if that was not the question, please try to rephrase it and I can answer it next time. Next, we have a question from SM Galactic. Do you think that the next Animal Crossing game will come out with the next-gen console? Do I think that? <sighs> I think so. Unless they put out a spin-off. If they make a spin-off on the Switch, I won't be surprised. It would just do so well, and it makes a lot of sense, because New Horizons sold so well, Switch sold so well, Animal Crossing spin-off just makes sense. But for the next mainline game, yeah, no, definitely next console. Uh, but for a spinoff, we could see it on the Switch. I don't know for sure, though. Spinoff could be on the Switch. Next, we have a question from JC the Memer. Have you played the past Professor Layton games on the DS? I have not. Now, ever since that Professor Layton game got announced in the Direct, I've wanted to look into the series because I feel like that's a series that I would actually like to play. Professor Layton games. I've not played one. I couldn't tell you what the game looks like, what it's about, how to play. I couldn't tell you any of that. I've never played one of those games in my life. But I want to get into the series and I want to look more into it and see if it's a series that I would like. Because I've heard people say that it's, you know, a great series and that it's awesome sauce and it's, it's fantastic. I've never played it. So I might have to look into buying one of the older games and trying it out and seeing what it's like. But so the answer is no, I've not played any of those games, but I do want to look into it. So that is all for the questions, and that is it for the Mario Matter episode 25. We are now officially one quarter of the way to 100 episodes, although I'm not looking that far yet. We still have a way. We, we have over a year to go, so we are approaching shortly, uh, not shortly, like slowly but smoothly. Slowly but surely is, is, is the correct phrase, I believe. We're approaching it slowly. Thank you so much for watching the podcast. I love you all. Like, subscribe if you're new. Thank you to our channel members for supporting the channel and helping me create the content that I do. I love you all so much. If you're on Spotify or if you're on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are, please leave us a good review if you're on a, a, a podcast platform. Uh, it is much appreciated. I believe after a few episodes, you can leave us a review. If you leave five stars, we love you. If you leave four stars, uh, anything below five, we still love you, but it's, it's, you know what? All ratings are appreciated, all right? All, all ratings are great. At least you're being honest. But anyways, thank you all. I love you all. I'll see you all next time. See you in more YouTube shorts. And I'll see you all next time I see you all, which will be next Wednesday in all likelihood. I'll see you then. Adios.